Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. What's going on, everybody? Happy New Year. Matt Steinmetz and Evan Giddings. Dal DeGroot Johnson is off today. Uh, apparently, I was the only one who didn't know that. Yeah, that one's on you, Stan. I already texted Guru and asked him if he was listening today, because if he's not listening, I'm going at him big time. Well, I, I just time. hope this isn't a sign of the non-year of Steiny, because 2023 is officially over, brother. Oh, my God. You're right. You're right. I went out with a bang. Yeah, you did. But, uh, so do the Warriors. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, hope everybody's doing well. we got a lot to talk about today, and I, I do have to share something. <laughs> Tough start to New Year for your boy. It's a new year. Lost my wallet. <laughs> Didn't realize it till today. I've been home for the last two days. Haven't left the house. Pretty sure it's still in the house somewhere. But I couldn't find it this morning. And so uh, it's just so, so unsettling. And uh, I know what everybody thinks. Oh, Steiny, we got after it. He lost his wallet. Oh, it's crazy. No, not really. Not really. I've been a better story. I saw it at a, uh, I saw it on the kitchen island, and then uh, now I, I don't know where it is. Even island? Yeah, you know, that island in the middle. Oh, right? yeah. And then, um, so anyway, your boy is really hoping that at some point in the next four hours, I get a text from somebody at home saying, hey, we got it. Just don't let it make you be unbecoming. No, it's 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 so unsettling. It's like, you know, it's it's I'll do an hour of the show. By the way, the boss right now, fuming, saying, wait a minute, you haven't been on the radio in two weeks and you're talking about your damn wallet. We got nine or stuff. Uh, but yeah, that's that's what we're doing. Anyway, hopefully I'll get a text that uh, the, the wallet has turned up. But uh, you'd be happy to know that I got to I borrowed a uh, clipper card today and uh, got into BART and then uh, it had insufficient funds. And I'm sure you wished everyone a happy new year on your way in. Well, I couldn't get out of the BART station in Montgomery. Montgomery. I'll be honest. You want to come get me, uh, the coppers? Come get me. I walked through. I had to jump through. I had insufficient funds. I'll get you on the back end. I didn't have my wallet. I had my no clipper cards. I got a clipper card from Susan. Didn't have enough. Now I'm stuck in Montgomery. Stuck in the city. Yeah. That's coming back. If you want to drop well, by. that's true. That's Drop true. off Sud. Feel free. That's true. All right, uh, but I'm going to get through it, I think. Uh, we got two teams to talk about going in opposite directions, it looks like. 49ers and uh, Golden State Warriors. And obviously the 49ers' number one seed uh, in the NFC. They beat Washington, yes, uh, two days ago. They got thumped by the Ravens. Yowza. But that's in the rearview mirror. 
couple things that uh, I'm just going to start at the show. You guys know the number, 888-957-9570 is the number. Uh, basically, Evan and I haven't been around for 10, 12 days, two weeks, something like that. And when we left, when we left, the San Francisco 49ers were the Super Bowl favorites. No doubt about it. No doubt. Super Bowl favorites. They're not right now. I 10, think, they, I think they might technically still be the betting favorites some places. Really? But I think, to me, that's more of a reflection of the conference that they play in. But if they were... Like, you posed this before they played on Christmas. If the Ravens won that game, which they ended up doing, I don't think they'd be favored in a game against Baltimore if they played them again. How could they be? I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, the 49ers, uh, they made up for it on uh, Sunday, beat Washington. Philly loses. They clinched the number 1 seed in the NFC playoffs. Uh, the Golden State Warriors, here's here's where I'm going to start with the Warriors. Because I've been noticing this, and I just wanted to run it by the boss, too. And he he concurred. And, and Evan, I know how you feel, so you can jump in. Uh, I'm watching the Warriors this year. They're 15 and 17. And they're 15 and 17. That's what they are. And yet, over the course of the last week or two, I keep seeing more and more and more criticism of Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr can't adjust. Steve Kerr, too enamored with the old guys. What do you what do you guys watch? When you watch a Warrior game, all you Warrior fans out there that think Steve Kerr's a terrible coach and is hurting his like what what game are you watching? Are you watching Steph Curry incapable of making a shot? Are you watching Clay Thompson deteriorate in front of our eyes? How is that Steve Kerr's fault? Now, all of a sudden, the plays he's designing, the shots they're creating, aren't as good. Bottom line is, what do you want him to do? He's, he's stuck with players who are in decline. You all wanted it, most of you. You all wanted this to stick as long as possible. He's also playing the youngsters more than at any juncture in his coaching. He's playing the young guys. Never occur to anybody out there, this team ain't that good anymore. This team might not be that good anymore. Anyway, to me, when you make a list of the Warrior problems, Kerr's like eight as far as I'm concerned on this team. But he still is a part of the problem. Now, I think... How so? How so? How is Steve Kerr part of the problem? Because... Just like you're talking about with Steph and Clay, and I think I'm more in your camp than than the camp that we've seen a lot over the last well three games since they've begun a new streak in the wrong direction. But if the Warriors have like Steve Kerr's got more choices than ever to make about who needs to play, his rotation, matchups, like he's got to do more in game decision making than ever before. I think that's fair. So if there are, let's say, 10 decisions for him to make in a game, okay, I think he probably gets six or seven of them right. And getting three or four wrong is not that big of a deal unless, to your point, your team is not that good anymore. Or your team is just another team, which, they're, which the record currently reflects. Like, they're 20th in defensive rating. They're 14th in offensive rating. They're a middle-of-the-pack team right now. And they're two games below 500 as a result. But when you have so many tight situations or games, there does need to be a person that can press the right buttons at the right time. And I don't think Steve Kerr has pressed enough of those buttons 
Now, you might say, hey, that's the difference between being 17 and 15 and 15 and 17, but that is a big difference. So, to me, Steve Kerr is not the largest issue, but just like everyone else, he deserves some of the finger pointing. To me, the issue with Steve Kerr is on Mike Dunleavy and Joe Lacob. Period. End of story. And the reason I say that is because Steve Kerr is Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr is the same coach he was day one. He's leaned to the veterans all the time. That's who he is. If you want to play young guys, if you want to change your strategy right now, <clears throat> all right, Joe Lacob came into this studio earlier this season talking about a championship. They have another championship in him. Okay, well, if you think you have another championship in him, in, the, in you, well, then Steve Kerr's the coach. If you don't, if you look at this team maybe more realistically and say, you know what, this team's probably not a title team. So maybe we should go in another, maybe we should, I don't know what you do. You made this bed with Draymond Green. All right, you made this bed with Andrew Wiggins. So you want somebody else to coach this team to reprioritize some of the younger players? You got to get another coach. You can't ask Steve Kerr to do something that he's not. You wouldn't get Phil Jackson to coach an expansion team. So if, if you don't like Steve Kerr, tell Joe Lacob and Mike Dunleavy to get off him then. Where I don't think Steve Kerr has been as bad as people have made him out. Like, if you look at the season right now and you go through all the decisions that he's made, I don't think, like, he hasn't been out in front of the issues with this team. But he's reacted to them. And I, I don't really know how you can fault him for that. Like, I don't know what people want more of him. You know, is it is it benching Clay? Well, he's done that twice now. Like, Clay hasn't finished a game in the fourth quarter twice now this season. That's something that he would that Kerr would never approach. I don't know if people want him to bench a particular player. Maybe it's Clay. Like, he's benched Andrew Wiggins. He's right. benched Kevon Looney. He has benched two or three at different points champions on this roster. And for a guy that is, you know, labeled as stuck in his ways or being in the mud and living in the past, I think he's coached more in the present than ever before. And for whatever reason, that's not good enough. So the issues to me with the Warriors right now is they got Steph Curry, and then you don't know who's their second best player on a given night. To me, that's not on Steve Kerr. I think that is on the roster that's constructed, and he's trying to do his best. Like I, I don't know if there's a coach in this league right now. Maybe Eric Spoltra because he's, he's got a track record of making the most out of some you know poor pieces, uh, like he did a couple games ago against the Warriors, a la Jamal Cain. But I, I just don't know if there's another coach right now that would take this roster and put it into the title contention category that people want them to be. No chance. No. No chance. Let's be realistic about that. I am getting a lot on the YouTube uh, YouTube chat. Uh, Dublin Marge, one of our favorites coming in. There, do, there does seem to be a sentiment out there about Clay Thompson. It, it does feel like there are a lot of Warrior fans that are saying, look, if you're not playing well, get him out. <sighs> I get it. Or get him out, meaning play fewer minutes. Don't you get it? That's only a sliver of the solution because Clay Thompson's a legend around here. And Clay Thompson's in a contract year, and you knew that. 
Like, this should have been planned for. What if we don't re-sign Clay and he struggles? Because that's where we're at. Okay, now what do you do? Because it feels like nobody even thought about this. It also feels like nobody thought about, okay, we'll, we'll give Draymond $100 million over four years, and, uh-oh, now he's suspended. He's missed the past nine games. We don't know when he's coming back. Who thought, who didn't think about that? Like, the, the position that Kerr's been put in, what do you, like, can we, what do you think, playing Pajemski and Jackson Davis and Moody and you get Wiggins good for one, and all of a sudden you're 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 going to win games. Like, don't you get it? Your young players aren't significantly better than other teams' young players. Like everybody likes Pajemski. I like Pajemski. I like all their young players. But every roster's full of young players, like the Warriors have, and most of the teams' young players are better because they've been playing more. for For people to look to, for people to have watched this team for twelve years. And actually seen the last couple years lead to this point. And now they say, well, Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr? My God. Anybody who watched this team over 10 years knew that there was going to be a point when they were going to have, okay, so here's what I'm hearing. Everybody out there that's down on Steve Kerr, okay, double it up and go move, go move Clay Thompson. Because the coach that Steve Kerr is, is the coach who's going to give Clay as much time as he can. Because he'll go, he will go down, Steve Kerr will go down with Clay Thompson, period, rather than go down with somebody untested. He's just, that's who he is. So if you don't like it, then push is coming to shove. Yeah, I, mean, I think there's a couple things there. One, it's like if you're going to lose. You're going to lose with your guys. Like, these are Steve Kerr's guys. And maybe that's the issue that a lot of people have is he doesn't seem like he's willing to come up off them. But, like you just talked about, I think Pajemski is a really good rookie. TJD appears to be a solid rookie. Kaminga is beginning to emerge. Moody hasn't played much, but he's the odd man out on a team with 12 different playable players. But the thing is, the Warriors didn't lose the last three games because Steve Kerr didn't play the young guys. I think, from watching those games, specifically on Christmas, they lost because their two players that are supposed to be their best players, a la Stephen Curry and Klay Thompson, because Draymond's not available, were bad. Like, they were objectively bad. Steph is shooting 30% from three in his last three games. Klay Thompson, after shooting... What was it, like over 40% for the previous 14 fell off a cliff the last three games. That's why you lost. I, I think it's as simple as that, especially in the, against the defending champs. Like during their five game win streak, the last time you and I talked, Clay Thompson was on a heater and the Warriors were winning. And Stephen Curry was playing good basketball and the Warriors were winning. They need their best players to play like their best players. And if they don't, I don't see how, no matter how good. The young guys are. I'm talking about the 25 and youngers. I don't see how those guys are going to supplement the fall off of your two. And, you know, you can throw other guys in there as well. I don't know how they're going to supplement the fall off 
from their top dogs. Right. Like, you win in the NBA because of stars. You saw it against the Mavericks. Luka Doncic came in and torched the Golden State Warriors. If Luka had a bad game, the Mavericks would have lost. Stephen mm-hmm. Curry has not played well the last three games. Klay Thompson has shot terribly the last three games. That's why the Warriors are in the position that they are, not because Steve Kerr isn't playing young players. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you there. And when I look at the, the Golden State Warriors and, and where they're at right now, I mean, look, to me, they've been kicking the can down the road. <clears throat> Excuse me. They've been kicking the can down the road under the uh, belief that they can, they can get another title. And if that's the way they're going to believe or have been believing, then the minute they don't think that anymore, they've got to do something different. They've acknowledged from the end of last season, everything they've done has said, we can win a title. All right, well, now you're 15 and 17. The minute you don't think you can win a title, well, then let's change direction. I don't even know what that means at this point because some of the decisions you've made in the last year, year and a half have now become decisions that make it more difficult to transition. But... Let me tell you something, and it's an uncomfortable truth. How about Steph Curry? I mean, I think Steph Curry's more important than Steve Kerr. He should be. Steph Curry got off to a good start this year. He's not had a good year. By Steph's standards, he's not having a good year. Well, he's not playing well lately. Exactly. And that's, like, there's... Like, the reason they've lost their last three games, oh, he played this guy too much, this too little, this too... Steph was 9 for 25. Before that, he was 3 for 15. The game before that, he was 7 for 21. Clay, 1 for 11, 4 for 11, 3 for 12. Get out of here. Like, that's why you've lost your last three games. Your, your best players aren't playing well right now. That's all. Well, and that's why I think a lot of people are beginning to look at the front office and say, what are you going to do? Because whether you think Steve Kerr's in the right or whether you think he's in the wrong or you think the Splash Brothers have been doing too much or doing too little, the fact remains this roster is Stephen Curry and then who knows on a night-in and night-out basis. So do you consolidate the roster? Do you try and, I don't know, get ahead of the, of the decisions that you have to make this offseason, they are at an inflection point, and the first shot was thrown across the bow this weekend when the New York Knicks went out and made a trade with the Toronto Raptors. Like, it is yep. officially trade season. Yep. So, does that mean that the Warriors need to make a move? If so, what do you think it should be? Because what we do know is right now they have more questions than answers, and that's the reason why they've been seesawing between Two or three games over 500. Well, I guess four officially is the largest they've been at the beginning of the season. And now they've been as many as four games below 500. They're currently two. They got a good young team in Orlando coming in tonight. You got the defending champs again on Thursday in Denver. Like, this is a point in the season where you do need to make some difficult choices. And I'm not sure the Warriors are in a position to where they have enough rope to wait until the trade deadline. Yeah. No, I think... I. Doesn't mean you have to make a move, but you have to make that choice of whether you're going to or not. Uh, 415, I'm sorry, 650. I don't think it's about benching Clay. It's about having Clay come off the bench. Okay, fair. He's already moved Wiggins to the bench. So that, that and also, Looney. Yeah, that, that, that's the other thing. 
I, I just Steve Kerr feels loyalty to Wiggins because Wiggins has one ring. He feels four times as much loyalty to Clay because Clay has four. That's why the first guy to go to the bench was Wiggins, who hasn't been here as long as Clay Thompson. Okay, we move Clay Thompson to the bench. For whom? Move Wiggins back in there? I mean, the, the, the reality of the situation is that Clay's got to play better or this team's going nowhere. Steph's got to even play better or this team's not going anywhere. And I, it, like, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but man, I'm watching those last three games. And I've said this before, but you know, you see these young players, in Miami, and, and you know, two nothing. Miami scores, you go up two nothing, and there's somebody lingering in the backcourt, just waiting for Curry and turning him when he's bring the times he does bring the ball up. And he is absolutely getting engulfed by defenses right now. And usually by one guy who's just assigned young, athletic, usually a smart player. And it's it feels like it's taking its toll on him. Like I feel like Steph Curry, just the moments are just a little fewer and farther between and 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 he's wearing out. It feels to me like he's wearing out. We're only in January. And then emotionally, it feels like, you know, everybody tries to interpret his body language. And he was he looked miserable the last couple of games. And it was like, boy, he's looks like he's just really down on this team. I think he could be down on himself. I think maybe he could be thinking, huh, how much do I have left at what level for how many minutes a game over how many? You know what I mean? These guys know where they're at in their career. So I, I don't know. I don't. I don't think the Warriors have a fix, to tell you the truth. And and I don't know if it's that even that deep with Steph. I think it. I mean, like you, you've known Curry for a long time. I think he approaches each game as its own entity. And the last couple games, he's played not up to his standard. I think that's why he's so, so frustrated mm-hmm. because he's also smart enough to know that if he doesn't play well, this team's probably not going to win. Right. So right. and that's the case now more than ever. Not that if he played poorly back in even their glory days that. The team would be able to, you know, they'd probably lose. Like if Steph shoots, if Steph's shooting 30% from three or if he's shooting below 40% from the field, I don't like the Warriors' chances against anybody. Like, I don't care if they're playing, well, maybe Washington, maybe Portland. I guess, I guess, yeah, what? They beat the Trailblazers when he scored seven points and make a three. But that's part of it, too. Like, they did have a big win against Boston, but during their five game win streak, when they had, in my opinion, they hadn't turned a corner. But they looked like they were getting there. They were a game above 500. They were starting to play some basketball. The rotations were starting to set in. And remember, we were talking about, well, how does Draymond Green fit back into this? You know, how does GP2 fit back into this? The Warriors are where they need to be right now. They're look, you know, they look like they're playing good basketball. And then you come cratering back down to earth when your best players don't play well, and now everything's back in flux. Like, I, I just wonder where people are at because to me, I don't think they're as bad as they've played the last three games. And they probably also weren't the team that was going to rattle off 10 in a row. Right. They started out 6-2. and two. Yeah. They went 4-12. and 12. They went 5-0. and oh. Now they're 0-3. Oh so that's, and, and that's two games under. That's 15 and 17. So the 6-5-1-0 uh, on uh, Comcast Business Tax Line. The fix is some load management. Hmm. I mean, dude. Clay's only playing 30 minutes a game right now. Wiggins is only playing 26. Chris Paul, 27. 
Those three guys have all played fewer minutes this year than than their norm. So, I I know everybody wants the young young guys to play. Hold on, but Jemski's playing twenty three minutes a night. Kaminga twenty two. Well, Sear Moody when he gets in eighteen. By the way, Pajemski like. Pajemski's played like over thirty since he's been in the starting line. Yeah. All right, 888-957-9570 is the number. Uh, we're going to start out with Niners. I'm sorry, we're going to start out with Warriors. That's already happened, but I want to talk about the Niners, uh, too. Maybe we'll move into them. Maybe we'll go hour 40. We'll go like hour Warriors, hour Niners. See how, take the temperature. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.